what's really interesting is that um, the latest studies are showing that more than a quarter of a million people in Ireland um, that are employed in the kind of higher and mid-skilled occupations, that they have actually relatively low qualification levels. Um, and it, it just, I suppose, shows the opportunity that if people were to upskill with micro-credentials and other similar types of initiatives, that it might allow people who are at the moment in a lower skilled occupation and who want to move into a higher or mid-skilled occupation, it might allow them that opportunity to move up without investing significant amounts of time or without leaving the workforce to go and, and, and retrain. So it's, it's just thought it was so interesting to see that so many people working in, in the higher ends of employment uh, managed to get there without necessarily having the highest qualifications. Hello and welcome to Unlock Your Potential, micro-credentials at the University of Galway. My name is Janice Mulvaney Glennon and I am the lead for micro-credentials here in Galway. And over the next few weeks and months, I will be taking you on a journey of discovery in this podcast through the micro-credentials on offer in Galway. We are delighted to have Denise Rocks here from the Regional Skills West for our podcast today. Um, Denise, can you tell us a little bit more about Regional Skills West? Thanks, Janice, for having me today. Um, so Regional Skills West is a free government funded initiative and we're there to help businesses in Galway, Mayo and Roscommon access funded and subsidised upskilling opportunities for their teams. So Regional Skills itself is, is a na nationwide initiative. It's an initiative funded by the Department of Further and Higher Education, Re Research, Innovation and Science. Um, and that department created a, a network of regional skills fora as part of the government's national skills strategy. And this provides an opportunity for employers and, and actors in the education and training system to work together uh, to meet the emerging skills needs of the region. So what happens at the forum, Denise? The forum themselves provide a single contact point in each region to help employers connect with the range of services and supports across the education and training system. There's just so much out there. So we're basically there to help people navigate the system um, and help employers uh, find you know, supports and find subsidised training for their for their teams so that they can upskill. We were also there to help collect more robust labour market information and we help analyse employers' needs and then feed that back to the education and training providers so that they can develop programmes that really are industry-led, industry-driven and industry-relevant. You have another role in this uh, collaboration that's really important. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Uh, the other part of our role is, is to help collaborate um, and help avoid duplication and maximise the utilisation of resources across the education and training system so that there's better progression routes for learners um, and just more opportunities for the West to develop in general. The West Forum has a wide variety of working groups, doesn't it? Uh, in terms of the work we're involved with and, and collaborations that we have um, in the West in particular, it, like each region is, is very much industry led. And so what we have in the West region might be different from what my colleagues have in the Southwest or the Dublin region, for example. Um, but for the West region, we have a number of industry led working groups. So we have the Sales Professionals Network. Um, and this is a cross sectoral working group really looking at sales, you know, being such a, a key foundation for growth for companies across the West. Um, so in the Sales Professionals Network, we are really looking at how we can increase the sales skills of companies in the West. Um, and how to develop talent pipelines for sales. So, you know, there are many different ways of performing sales, but in terms of modern sales, it's really become about using technology and best practice and processes to maximize companies' growth. 
And a lot of uh, international companies assisted by the IDA have moved to the West and are building up sales teams there. So there's a huge growth or need for a pipeline and pool of talent in sales in the West. Um, and then on the other hand, you've got the small and medium enterprises who you know have been hit by COVID, who've pivoted, who are now recovering, but who are trying to you know increase sales and grow sales as much as they can. They might have also been affected by Brexit, uh, or or sales might be going quite well, but they just want to uh, capitalize and grow as much as they can while while the going's good. And so those companies as well are looking to develop sales pipelines and, and upskill their existing sales teams. Uh, so one one great I suppose result out of that network is the National Sales Apprenticeship which is running successfully now for the past year or so and um, is constantly oversubscribed. So that, I suppose, is one of the examples of, of what we do with some of our um, working groups, our industry-led working groups. The other working groups, then, we have a manufacturing excellence. So there, as the name might suggest, it's a group of, of manufacturing companies, again, from SMEs up to international companies. Um, and there we're looking at Industry 4.0, you know, so things like automation and robotics, like how can we make sure that we're meeting those skills needs of the future. Can you tell us about one example of success in the network? And um, we have some really interesting examples where you have people who've come into large manufacturing companies as electricians, and they're now actually retraining or upskilling while they're working and becoming automation and robotic engineers. That's a great example of upskilling in the workforce, Denise, and shows the potential there. Over a short space of time, it's really exciting to see that happening. Um, we also have then the Be Innovator uh, working group. So Be Innovator, as you might know, is, is a campus that's being developed over at Chagask in Athenry. Um, it's, it's a regional resource, but also a national resource. Um, and they're very much focused on food and drink manufacturing, as well as you know provision of food from farm to fork. With Be Innovator, we're really looking at food and drink manufacturing companies, uh, startups and scale-ups. So it's almost acting as an accelerator for companies in the region. Uh, and we're looking at the skills needs of those companies. So what do you need to make it as, as a big manufacturer or as a small manufacturer who's trying to scale up? So we found things like, you know, it's not just the, the you know, having an idea for a food product or having the idea for, for a drink product. It's about, you know, managing your finances. It's about being able to hire the best team. It's about quality control in the manufacturing process. It's about meeting international standards so you can export. It's about knowing how to export. Uh, so these are the kinds of skills needs we're looking at with Be Innovator. Uh, and uh, as part of that, we've, we've done some deep dive research and developing some new courses as well. So there's a wide variety of skills needs identified there, all right. Do you have another working group uh, you can tell us about? Uh, and one of our other working groups then is Animation West. So again, as the name might suggest, this is all about animation. And this group came about because five or six of the leading animation companies in the West uh, decided that, you know, this is their home. They want to, some of them are international companies that have moved here. Some of them are indigenous companies that have sprung up here um, and that they want a way to I promote the West as the best place for animation talent to attract new talent into the region and also to upskill people in the region um, so that we can become a, a leading um, area for, for animation development uh, nationally and also globally. So that's quite an exciting initiative. Animation is a real up and coming area in Ireland, isn't it? Uh, we also have then the Cyber Ireland West chapter, which Regional Skills West is a, is a member of. Uh, cyber is affecting all businesses. So similar to sales, this is something that really applies to everyone. And part of the challenge we're looking at there is how can we make sure that you know businesses of all sizes have access to the skills and resources to be able to maintain cybersecurity? I mean, we've all seen what happened with the, the attack on the HSE and on other institutions and how uh, crippling that can be for a business. 
or or an institution. Uh, so we're looking at that, and as well as that, then at the higher level skills for companies that provide you know specialized cybersecurity services to other companies. Um, you know, how do they get the talent and the staff and the team in to make sure they really can provide that level of service uh, to companies in the West and, and across Ireland and worldwide similarly. Uh, finally, we have the Irish Wood and Interiors Network. So this grew out of a, a group, a working group at Regional Skills West. And I'm delighted that it's now blossomed into a, a national membership based association. So it's entirely independent now. So it's a great example of, you know, something that started small and local and is now national in nature. Um, and really helping the manufacturers across that sector to grow, export and learn from their colleagues in Europe. It's such a vibrant area, Denise, you know, of everything that's happening. And there's uh, such a variety of activity going on in the um, regional skills west. And I suppose our initial collaborations were to look at how can the university support uh, this program of work? And, you know, over the next few months and years, hopefully we'll collaborate on some of those um, initiatives. Um, so can you see um, any more uh, potential for microcreds within some of these areas of work? Oh, definitely. I think microcreds, you know, it's such an amazing initiative to be able to concentrate on developing these short, sharp courses. We're often hearing from industry that this is what they want. And indeed from employees, this is what they want. They want to be able to pick up a skill, um, upskill themselves quickly and, and deploy that skill in the workplace. And they want to be able to do it while they're working. Uh, and what's really exciting about microcreds is, and, and the initiatives that you're leading, Janice, is that, you know, these bite sized courses, they're accredited, that people can can pick and choose. They can mix and match the skills that they need for their position. You don't have to go and get a full master's or full degree. You can just choose the skills you want and, and avail of those and very quickly apply them in the workplace. And then once you've mastered a skill, you can then go back and say, OK, well, what's the next skill I need and add that on and stack them up? Uh, another thing that's that's really interesting is looking at progression routes or looking at micro-credentials at different levels. Uh, so, as you know, some of the collaborations we're looking at is, you know, with the education and training providers and the other um, education stakeholders in the West. How can we ensure that there's the maximum offering for, for employees? And how can we make sure that there's there's not duplication of courses, but that people can have a micro-credential maybe at level five or six and then maybe come to NUI Galway and take up a micro-credential at level seven or eight or even nine um, to, to grow their career and to enable themselves to perform to their maximum, I suppose, in the workforce. Yeah, and the collaboration between us in the university on the microcreds project and the regional skills west uh, forum is going to be really important for that, you know, to prevent duplication and to make sure that there's a wide offering across the west. So that's a really important point. So, Denise, thanks very much for joining us today and explaining to us um, how the Regional Skills West is involved in the Microcreds project. And we look forward to maybe having you back again uh, as we progress through the development of Microcreds. So thank you very much for coming today. Thanks so much, Janice. And just to say, I suppose, if any business is looking at how to navigate the system and trying to understand microcreds and all the other um, offerings that are out there, they can reach out for a free consultation and we would provide them, you know, freely with a report on what the options are available to them. So if they're looking for micro-credentials, you can let us know and we can give you an idea of everything that's available. Um, and we have a newsletter where we'll be sharing regular updates on new learning opportunities. So if you want to reach out, you can email Denise Rocks at regionalskills.ie. That's D-E-N-I-S-E. Or OCKS at regionalskills.ie.
Thank you so much, Dennis. Thanks for this opportunity and looking forward to seeing all the amazing work that's going to come out of the Microcredentials Project. Great, Denise. Thanks very much for joining us. And if you would like to find out more information, please go to our Centre for Adult Learning and Professional Development website and look up Microcreds for more details on how to apply. Thanks to our team, David Stafford, Lonneth McSherry and Gráinne McGrath for their expertise on producing this podcast. Join us next time for another micro-credential. Microcredential.